Today, we are talking to Thea Belden, illuminator, author, cosmic wisdom, and sacred living teacher, oracle reader, and intuitive spiritual counselor. She is a teacher of sacred universal wisdom teachings for personal transformation and has studied with spiritual master teachers from all traditions from around the world. Her book, A Call to Sacred Living, Stepping Into Your Divine Power, illustrates sacred perspectives, practices, and processes that help you see life's challenges through the divine lens for personal transformation so that you can live life in balance, flow, and ease every day. Welcome, Thea Belden. Welcome. Thank you. It's good to be here. It's great to have you here. Um, usually when we start, we, we start from the beginning. So give us a little background on you. All right. I will. I am um, originally, and that's been quite some time ago, um, born and raised in the Baltimore area of the Mid-Atlantic and um, spent quite a bit of time there, but uh, discovered my gypsy nature very early on <laughs> and have actually lived a number of places, West Coast and the Caribbean and um, up and down the East Coast. Um, so, And I've traveled the world a lot. So that's really my origins, I feel like, are pretty global. Yeah, definitely. Uh, talk to me about your education and school and such. Well, I have actually an, a bit of a diverse undergraduate education. I have a couple of degrees as I bounced around um, in international relations, and then I have a degree in um, performance arts and filmmaking, actually. Um, ended up at CBS in my first career in production work and um, enjoyed that for a while, but had a little bit of a difficulty with um male corporate America. This is quite some time ago. Mm -hmm. And ended up doing uh, a master's and a lot of graduate work in uh, disabilities rehabilitation. So mm -hmm. I, I was in rehab and ended up administering rehab programs for a very, very long time. And I did that in the state of Connecticut. Uh, I had about a 25-year career where I ended up as an organizational consultant as well. So I had a lot of experience working with people and and coaching people and training people and running those programs and um, also just an orientation to um, with people with disabilities, really trying to understand them at how you extricate information from someone who is maybe even unable to sometimes communicate things mm. in terms of their needs and their passions and desires and cultivated a really strong practice and was a consultant throughout the state doing that um, very effectively for people and very um, felt very uh, a great gratitude um, of, of accomplishment for um, feeling like I could help change people's lives and then began to take that model that I used for people with disabilities into uh, – Working with um, the staff used to say, would you do this for me? And then I had friends and then I ran women's circles and started to really do that work with everyone. And and it's become fairly – it became what life coaching became actually mm. um, as, a, as, a, as a business and – and so I, I moved in that direction personally, but I also took a strong spiritual path and, and left my standard business life, actually literally left it all, decided to just leave my work, 
sell my home and move and really got very deeply involved in my own spiritual work and in sharing um, spiritual practices and health practices and alternative ways of, of living healthily and happily with people through the development of my retreat center in St. Croix in the Virgin Islands. I took a real sharp turn and mm. did something very, very different mm -hmm. um, in my mid-40s and um, had a um, an amazing experience there um, with the retreat center and, and the support and the experiences I had personally and changes, did a lot of personal growth um, and had been traveling all throughout before and after stayed on the island for a while. Even after I closed my business, I ended up um, really wanting to work more personally with people than running the business. Mm -hmm. And most of my time was taken running the business, mm -hmm. a pretty large um, project. And ended up doing individual work. Um, and and I, I split my time a little bit with some hospitality work on the side, but I really love um, my work with individuals and groups sharing um, – what wisdom I've accumulated both through my teachers and also through my experiences that have led me from my journey of challenges and blocks and and uh, really trying to figure out what life is all about and what's important and sacred living being really important to me, um, how it ends up becoming a job of sacred life and day-to-day -day life mm -hmm. and, and how to, to do that and to live that and and when I really got far down that path, um, I kind of channeled a book that that really um, explored and, and expressed those um, experiences for people, mm -hmm. um, my own and and anything that could be extricated for someone else that would be helpful yeah. along the way, just another path. Mm -hmm. um, and so that became kind of my full-time last couple of years' work was to um, – share my my book uh the teachings through workshops and and circle groups and and then express it a lot individually with people in sessions where mm. we work you know um work through individual issues but sacred practices and sacred living becoming kind of the ultimate goal of our individual sessions yeah so let me ask you sure um Putting, putting the cookies on the bottom shelf, as my mom would say, uh, define in, in your words, in your frame, um, define sacred living for us. Well, it begins with, to me, the notion that everything is sacred. Everything is of God's source creator. So when everything is sacred, then the vision that we have, the look and the experience we have with everything just takes on a whole different tenure. And, of course, we have to embrace the notion that we as well are sacred. Mm -hmm. And that notion uh, to me begins a setup for understanding that we need to experience experience where we're out of alignment with that, if that's the true truth and reality, and to adjust ourselves constantly to move into that space. Because what I experienced in um, living sacredly was that I was aligned and grounded and in my heart and seeing things as love and through love. Mm 
And so if that's what that is, mm-hmm. in fact, that um, by taking that on as a journey every day and every moment as much as one can, you have that much more elevated experience of living what we might call spiritually, but really aligned as your spirit self mm. um, through your heart and connected to source and moving in your day-to-day, very whether it's mundane, material, and physical world, bringing that in and being kind of that saying, um, we are um, spiritual beings having a human experience, mm-hmm. kind of attaining that mm-hmm. and um, always uh, reframing things back in with the sacred lens mm-hmm. of, of understanding that everything is of source and that is the true truth. And to and to pull ourselves back to that space when we we know that we aren't there, um, when we know when we've gone there, we know what that is, mm-hmm. and that's easy then as a benchmark for us to to reframe when we're not. Right. Is in your work and in your travels, and is there a one spiritual leader that you could point to to say yes? Or is it a culmination of many, many, many? Actually, I'm a real anti-guru type person Mm -hmm. myself, and I'm not against it for others because I know people who've had amazing experiences through their work with their gurus or their teachers, their master teachers. I'm very connected more to the teachings themselves, which is why, and I've seen that each one brought a piece of the puzzle. So as I explored different types of teachings, whether it was East, West, metaphysical, quantum physics, um, going into all of those different domains, each one brought to me another piece of my puzzle. Mm -hmm. And I see where they're all relevant and they're all paths. They ultimately all lead to, you know, source connection Mm -hmm. and how to stay connected. Um, I had a particularly powerful experience when I was in India for some time. And um, that was just very personal for me, where I had a reconnection in at a certain level. I also had a very powerful experience working with a Native American woman um, in doing a lot of sacred Native American ceremony for a year. And that was probably the time where I reconnected to my more of my nature connection through source. Mm. And it was very visceral for me. And being a very mental, intellectual person, it really helped bring me into my body and yeah. down into my heart. Yeah. So that path was really very effective for me at that time in that way. And then I think that what ended up happening was, is I, you know, I had that very grounding piece and something about the Eastern practices and, and my time in India that brought me back up into the heart and something back into a spiritual connection. So it was kind of like, a, I don't know, a full circle. Mm-hmm. Um, but each piece was was equally valuable for yeah. me. And and some people stay in specific lineages and, and, and make their journey right through there. I'm an eclectic type person, so that's just how it unfolded, yeah. kind of based on my personality. Excellent. Thank you. So you mentioned earlier that you've kind of discovered, uh, or at least at this point in your life, that you really enjoy working more one-on-one with people. Um, But I know in previous conversations with you that um, you certainly don't consider yourself a coach. This is not a coaching experience. This is not a therapist experience. Um, Talk a little bit about that and how in your one-on-one sessions, um, what can a person expect if they are on a, a journey to sacred living? Mm. 
Well, um, my nature, by nature, is to work really very directly with individuals and very quickly. And it's probably one of my gifts to be able to to listen to people, and which is why even a single session can be very potent and effective for change uh, support with someone uh, where I can go in and see and intuit and and know where the challenge that the person has at this point in time in their life. And there's sometimes people come back at different points in times of their lives with different challenges, mm-hmm. but whatever's facing them when they're in front of me at that moment, where that past event was that um, created the block that is within us. Because the only reason we're not through a challenge is because there's a block. The blocks usually happen from our past. And there is an, an event or a moment or a time period where something affected us. And um, we start patterns that allow, that really maybe serve us then, but not going forward and cause us to block uh, a future expanded self. So um, when People come in and we, we, we can talk and get very quickly to what that past area is because in the recognition of that that zone of what we would call darkness or density in our lives, when we shine light on it really quickly, then you're able to really transmute it. Mm-hmm. And we work a little bit at what I call kind of softening and, and getting it all um, shaken up a mm-hmm. bit so that um, you know part of releasing and pre-release work is like you can want to get comfortable with letting <laughs> things go. Yeah. And and um, the motivation, I, you know, I'm very motivated about moving forward and forward motion. So I'm very comfortable with change. I'm very comfortable with that. So I, I bring that to everybody, mm. that that level of, of, of seeing how to do that and the value of that and help support them to actually do it in a session. It can be done so quickly. We're in very new energies on the planet right now. And they very much support move forward motion into mm-hmm. a new form and into the higher version of ourselves. Mm-hmm. And so when we simply just look at the past, shake it up, let it go, and choose to do that, it really will just go. <laughs> and in a session, a lot of release work, this is very different now than it has been in the past. My process has always been the same, but it's often been two and three hour sessions and often seen people multiple times mm-hmm. in one session in the last year or two. It's been amazing to see mm. people be able to um, actually see what the what is the block and to choose to release it and actually let it go. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, when things are um, released, there is a void that needs to be filled. So we spend half of this much time talking about what do we want to reset, mm-hmm. how, what to replace, and how to do that. Yeah. And and that can be done just as quickly. It's almost like it's on the other side of what the challenge is. It's yeah. actually just right there. And so you can't see it when you're in the challenge. So once we alleviate that, it's much easier for us both to see that and then um, to reset that. And then we talk about sacred practices, which are a way to really cultivate and, and concretize that in mm-hmm. your life um, going forward. Forward to make that your new reality and your new experience. Amazing. So describe to me, if you would, um, your ideal client. Well, I'm, I work best with people who are really ready for change in their life, who yeah. are really wanting it and ready to do the work. Because the only thing I can really do, as they say, is bring the horse to water. <laughs> right. And and I and that's very that's an important support piece because when you're down your rabbit holes of problems, you're in a in a in a state of mind and energy frequency that does not literally allow you to see 
what is going on. And so part of my job is to help get you on that platform of that kind of divine perspective Mm. so that we together can then look at all of that. But you have to be willing to look at it. And in order to actually create change at the next level, you have to be willing to let that peace go. Mm -hmm. And that is healing work. That is what healing is. Mm -hmm. Healing is to be able to choose to let go what no longer serves you Mm -hmm. and to to begin a new set of patterns that do serve you. And so for people that are, are really willing and able and wanting to move forward, a, B, really want to um, let go mm-hmm. and, and, and with support because it's not easy to do without that. So understandably, you kind of present that to people initially and they go, ah, oh, and people don't even realize how identified they get with their past and yeah. it becomes um, part of the dysfunction for mm-hmm. all of us. Um, so with, with the notion, though, that someone says, I'm really ready when they're really ready to let it go. Yeah. Now, uh, sometimes the discomfort of, of any situation will be enough to bring people to a table to say, yes, you know, things are uncomfortable enough, mm-hmm. whatever gets you there. Um, but I think that, it, it, you know, working directly with people, it, it, if you're not ready to do the work, it doesn't make much sense yeah. because ultimately all I can do is give you a a pathway mm-hmm. and, and I'm, we can stir up and we can move and we can clear things, but there will be a void that will be backfilled by your own stuff if you don't move forward. So whoa, you do whoa, have whoa. to say that again. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. So so when you you we, we can work at releasing things, mm-hmm. but there's a void and and the you know the way the human body is designed is that it pours a void. It wants to fill with something. Mm. And so if we don't fill it with light and we don't fill it with new belief structures and new patterns um, and then live that out, okay, because you can fill it, but the old patterns have a hold on us. So you can release them, but they're layers of that. So if you don't really, and that's really the work, the work Mm -hmm. is really commitment Mm -hmm. to doing things differently going forward. That's really the work. Everyone thinks it's all this other stuff. Mm -hmm. We can figure out what the problem is and do the release work really quickly in a moment and reset and give you, you can get a whole new pathway forward. But you do have to recognize that your day-to-day life will keep drawing you back. Your, Your survival ego will keep drawing you back into old patterns. It's simply habitual patterning because that's a design plan that was used to keep people safe and survival. So to jump out of that, you have to be committed to stay on the path for the new direction. And Amazing. when you do make that, when you really come with that commitment, I see people, I, I will get calls afterwards and people will say, my life was changed. Thank you. And I'm like, no, you did the work. <laughs> Thank we yourself, together yeah. just, and you making that commitment to doing that. And yeah. that's what I realized for my life. It's mm-hmm. like, I, I was with hundreds of teachers when I ran my retreat center. I had hundreds of teachers. I had people work with me, on me. It was It was years and years of all of that. And it wasn't until I began to embody all the understandings and actually live it day to day in a different way in my life that my life changed and it changed drastically and it has remained in a much more evolved space and place happier yeah. and 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 healthier and and uh, I'm in better space than I've been in my entire life man well this has been amazing um what a a great um way to live and evolve you've presented here um and i know everybody at this point who's listening is going to want to know how they can get into contact with you um so we will put that information in our show notes and you can visit theabeldon.com 
to set an appointment, to call Thea, send an email. Um, so that is T-H-I-A-B-E-L-D-E-N.com. T-H-I-A-B-E-L-D-E-N.com. You can also uh, take a look at her book, A Call to Sacred Living, Stepping into Your Divine Power. That will be available on her website soon. Um, and any... It's also you can order it through Barnes & Noble. Oh, great. Yes. Okay, perfect. Yes. Barnes & Noble has it. Um, so, yeah. So thank you. Any last comments? I just, um, I think it's important in the new energies that are on this planet, which are so benevolent and so supportive, for people to visit and or revisit the notion of doing some really deep work mm -hmm. and to do some clearing and really choose to let go of their past. Mm -hmm. um, I had a, a wonderful teacher, Jim Self, one of many. And uh, Jim's first line was always, you can't take your baggage with you where we're going in the new energies. Mm. And the new energies don't have the lower frequency density patterns that we have um, cultivated within ourselves in our survival time period. And we're stepping out of survival, even though it doesn't feel like it on planet Earth. It's, it's really the destruction of that survival timeline. And we're moving into a timeline that is of the higher frequency nature. And in order for us to experience and feel that, we simply just need to step into that ourselves. Yeah. And so we need to leave the past actually completely behind. The more we do it, the the more we will be in the flow of the new and experience it and get the magic. It's absolutely magical, miraculous what the new energies are um, like and what they, what they, how they support us. And so we just want to step into that, but we can't take our baggage with us. Mm -hmm. We have to just let go of the past. It no longer serves us. Yeah. And in fact, if anything, it is going to hold us back and create problems. The more we step, these new energies are stepped up on the planet. Mm. So it's, it's kind of not just like a nice thing to do now. It really is kind of an imperative thing to maintain harmony and health and happiness in the in the future mm. here on the planet energetically. Um, it's kind of another story that people aren't really talking about, but it's the spiritual dimension of of what's going on on planet Earth right now. Mm -hmm. And uh, so, but it's really easy just to let it go. Yeah, um, it really is. And and I think when we recognize what one of the things I do is I help people recognize actually how it served you in the past. Mm. And why it totally doesn't serve you now. Yeah. So that helps to let it go. Awesome. And in freedom, you have your new experience of sacred living. Love it. Thea Belden, thank you so much. Christina, thank you for having me. Absolutely. Thanks, y'all. Bye.